how's everyone doing we're back and i've been away for a while i went to ghana for a bit but i'm back now we're back with the podcast and i'm here again with my lovely wife hi everyone how's your day going that's if you're listening in the morning (laughs) yeah or whichever time you listen to the podcast really i wonder what time everyone listens to the podcast it's, it's actually quite interesting like i would like to would like to know it's always interesting to hear you know feedback from the from the podcast um when i went to ghana i had a couple of people saying that when's the next podcast coming out <laughs> that was always, that was actually really cool so to be interacting with people who are actually talking about the podcast and you know asking questions so that, that that's always really cool so keep on coming keep on your com- keep on commenting keep on giving feedback and yeah would 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 love to to speak to you about it more often yep yeah but today we have an, an interesting story that has been me <laughs> the meaning to say it for a long time we've actually recorded we recorded the story yeah. once in the past and um we didn't really like the turnout of it so we thought we'll give it another try so. yeah we, we wanted it to be a little bit more less of a guess what and then and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened so we actually thought it would be a good idea to sort of like structure it out really nicely so you can have some good takeouts mm-hmm. on the whole story um which is the story of the birth of our second daughter yeah um i think the whole purpose for us telling the story personally for me is for women out there who obviously desire to have kids and maybe are considering like the different types of birth plans and stuff like that and ways to go about it and maybe just to like really draw inspiration from someone else's story um so i thought it would be a good idea to share that and also just to really inspire people i think for the most part there has been a a representation of what what birth should look like yeah and it's it, nothing like the movies well, listen <laughs> it, it, it's, it's not exactly like the movies some it's, of the stages are true but the it's movies not i remember the first time that we got pregnant i was suspecting to throw up first before i could you know picture that as getting pregnant but anyway that to the side um i think for the most part i really want people to have a a um, I would say a better image of mm. what childbirth looks like and not to attach so much negativity to it like it has been projected in movies and stuff like that. And so that's one of my main inspiration for sharing this story. And I really hope that every woman and man listening... Yeah, for, will... the, for the guys, like, it's it's there's nothing wrong with getting involved. I mean, a lot of guys kind of shy away from, you know, the whole pregnancy part and just like it's like the woman's kind of story kind of thing but yeah it, there's nothing wrong with getting involved there's nothing wrong with knowing um what's happening and understanding what's happening and and you know getting hands-on because it's you know it's an experience for you as well so get yourself involved get yourself active and as you as you listen to the story you'll know um why i always encourage that to happen because you you'll never know you yeah. never know yeah so we're going to go straight in and then talk you through the entire process obviously not from the time we figured out we're getting pregnant or whatever but that's long <laughs> that's that's a whole nightmare. a months. lot of things happen in between then <laughs> yeah but yeah it's um yeah we're just going to talk about the birth experience 
Um, so, um, it was a Sunday. <laughs> yeah. So let's backtrack to when we figured out that something might be happening. So this was no, a Sunday. Wait, no, because if we start from then, <laughs> okay, we didn't well, figure that, something might be happening. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm trying so to let's say. take it back to where our memory serves us best. So it was a lovely Sunday morning. Um, obviously, my husband and I were getting ready for church, and then. I felt unusually tired. Yeah. Um, I felt unusually tired. So I actually woke up early that Sunday morning, got ready for church, dressed up. You know what? And- yeah. To be honest, I've, that's why I thought you went. T- you got tired. I was thinking like, why did you wake up so early? If you were <laughs> like I thought, I thought, of course you're going to sleep again because you woke up early. Like, why did you do that? I, I don't even know why I woke up so early, but I woke up very early, got ready for church. And then I, I was feeling tired. So I was like, you know what, babe, I think I'm feeling too tired. So let me just take a power nap. Let me take well, like, a, like a 10, 15 minute nap so that I can at least wear the sleep off and then we can get ready to go to church. Because obviously yeah. I don't want to go to church feeling tired because I'm, I'm like pregnant. At that time I was like... um. 37 weeks pregnant yeah i said 37 weeks pregnant so i decided to take a nap for a bit and by the time i realized i my husband was waking me up and this was like an hour after and i was like oh like why did why i said i was gonna sleep for 10 15 minutes why didn't you wake me up listen why why do people do that why 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 do people do that like just blame you for not waking them up because like, I said 10, 15 minutes. Obviously, if then, I could wake myself up in 10, 15 minutes without an alarm, I would. Oh, my gosh. Set an alarm. Set an alarm. Were like, you there for? I, I, I remember when my, my, my mom used to do that for me when I was late for school. And I used to wake her up late. And she used to be like, oh, why didn't you wake me up? I'm just like, fam, it's not my job to be waking <laughs> you up. It's like yeah. you should be waking up, waking me up. Anyway. Well, anyway. So, um, I... We, I woke up an hour after we got ready for church and for some reason we well we we, we had planned to have the baby shower mm. that Saturday and obviously knowing that I was 37 weeks pregnant I thought you know what I need to start packing my stuff and you know so sort of like get my hospital bag ready because like back again yeah. planning so i i i just thought it would be good to plan well in advance so i wanted to pack my bag and make sure that everything was ready and that sunday i just felt like you know what well, let me just because obviously there was a shopping center near church i said let me just go and get the thing so there were a few other things that we had bought that i put in the car put in my hospital bag and then um decided to do the rest of the shopping in church so we went to church obviously we got the quite late because i'd overslept yeah and then um i like the way you said because i overslept not because i woke you up late so just i've taken responsibility yes that's that's the good part i (laughs) overslept which was your fault but i overslept oh my gosh (laughs) anyway so yeah and then after that um whilst we were in church obviously like we had multiple meetings in between i remember that sunday we actually had a special conference um for women and I remember sitting in the conference and I'd say, obviously if you've been pregnant before you, you've had a Braxton Hicks and these are like false contractions. Yeah, they sort yeah. of like prepare you for childbirth, sort of like stretch out the muscles, whatever the scientific reason behind that is. So as we were there, um, as we were in the, in the conference, um, I would have like a few, um, 
contract I wouldn't even call them contractions but to me I felt they were Braxton Higgs so I remember there was this lady that was looking at me because I would like make like an <laughs> odd face when I was going through one and then she would just look at me and think like she's just like she's like oh pastor are you okay and I was like oh yeah, yeah don't worry oh it's just Braxton Higgs it will just pass and I'll you, be fine you were comparing it to the first one like. I think yeah obviously that's what it was the I first was, one was a little bit more intense. intense yeah so I thought to myself you know what I was like yeah I'll be totally fine but um meetings over churches over um this was about let's say like 8 p.m because we had had like free services yeah and then obviously we had had like a couple meetings, socializing, whatever. Everything, everything was going according to plan. Everything was fine. Yeah. Okay. So in between services, that's when I thought, you know, well, let me just like quickly run to the shops and then let me just grab a couple other things that we hadn't bought for the hospital bag. Yeah. And so I just went in there, did a little bit of shopping. This I remember the last things, like literally. Yeah. The these last are like things last minute things that bag. we need to like put in the bag. And yeah. I thought, you know, well, let me just go and grab them quickly. Um, because obviously we're planning a baby shower. So it's like, so like we're, we're just getting ready for the baby really. And so I went in there, did the shopping quickly. I remember being like, so, um, I wouldn't say panicky per se, but I was just like in a rush to like really get things sorted out. Mm -hmm. And back in church, went in for the last service and we left church just about, uh, maybe 8 PM. Yeah. About 8 p.m., we, we, we finished with all of our services, all of our meetings, and then we went home. And obviously, um, if you know, like, we always, always have people around. This was this was before corona. Yeah, no, of course. It feels this was, so weird yeah. now, like, to yeah. think that people oh were gosh. just coming to the yeah. house like that. Yeah, but this was, like, way... Not, I wouldn't say way before corona, but just before. Yeah. Yeah, so we we came home. I had We had guests over. We... I, I could, so I asked, I remember going back yeah, to the shops, yeah. going to do a bit of shopping because I was like, oh, what do you guys eat? So this, this, that. So I just went to the shops, came back, came to cook. And I think at this point, um, whenever I would have like what I thought was Braxton Higgs, um, I would just like have to pause for a minute. And I remember people asking like, oh, like, Pastor, are you okay? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, I'm... Even, even I was saying that. Just... <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, sure, I'm fine. Like, if, it, if, it, it, was, if it was the real deal, we, we would, would know. know. <laughs> <laughs> we would know it was the real thing. So I was just like, I'm fine. So me saying I'm fine meant it wasn't the real deal. Yeah. So um, I, I cooked, we ate. And by the time we had like finished fellowshipping with everyone, it was about like, let's say 11 p.m. going into midnight. Yeah, everyone everyone left around. Everyone left about yeah, around it, twelve, going around to midnight, kind of going into yeah. one a.m. So this is me finished cooking and everything, and then I thought, you know what? Let me just like pack the things that we got from the shops yeah. into my bag. So I just like taking them out of the shopping bag, packing them in, and I was like, hmm, I actually have not scrubbed my my the the sliders that I really wanted to take. I was like. Let me clean that one. So I remember like going in, going to scrub the sliders, like just really like preparing. I think I was I was in bed by that time. Was, yeah, you must have been in. Yeah, yeah, you must have been in bed by that time. I was like, you know, let me just like, cause I really just wanted to zip up the bag. I wanted to make sure that I was done packing the bag. Yeah, so. and I, I, I like for me, I was like in my mind, I'm just like, well, it's not gonna happen in time soon, so. If she yeah. wants to do it now, she wants to do it now. She doesn't. I'm need sure me, you so must have been want... wondering, like, why? Why is she packing all these things? Like, no, I, I just remember night. getting a bit irritated when you kept walking in and out of the room, and I was trying to sleep. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
so I'm done packing and I was like, okay, yeah, this is time to wind down. Let me come into bed and let's sleep. So I came in bed. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because it's, it's just crazy just remembering everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. It feels like yesterday. Oh, my days. I came, anyway. I came into bed ready for the night to sleep. Obviously, we had our first daughter by then. So we had put her to bed mm-hmm. and we were all ready to sleep. Now, I'm, I, to be honest, I don't even know what happened. Yeah, so you came into bed, and at that time, I was, I was, I was gone, maybe half awake because you've, you've kind of woken me up, and then you kind of hinted at me like, "Yo, I've had a couple, like contractions." Actually, I think yeah, what was happening was I was feeling them a bit because obviously, when everyone was around, when I was like active doing stuff, my my focus wasn't there, so I didn't even think it was anything serious. But now that everyone had left, and I was finally to myself. And there were no distractions. That's when I noticed, okay, maybe this thing is something to be taken seriously. So I remember telling my husband, I was like, oh, babe, I think today I've had like a few more um, Braxton Higgs than usual. And then I remember telling him, I think we should Google solutions for Braxton Higgs. So this is like, we took out our phone and we were like Googling solutions. Like, what do you do when you've got Braxton Higgs all day? So someone said, drink water. We drank water. I mean, we tried all of the options. I just wanted to sleep because I had, I think I had work the next day. You had work the following day. So um, So we were just like, I was in my mind, I was thinking, okay, let's try and get, let's try and calm her down and then he can sleep. Right. And after that, we tried to get some sleep because obviously I knew my husband had worked the following day. And I was like, I think I that was when I had one long one. So this probably lasted like over a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at this point, I was like, mm, I think this is this is not the usual. Like, this is not normal because obviously we had tried to like relieve me by trying other things and it wasn't working. Oh man, yeah. So and at this point, that's when we had the idea to go up and take a shower, and take a, take a hot bath. Maybe that will calm it down. Whoever yeah. whoever wrote that article on on that we read on Google is a lie, bro. Cause, <laughs> listen, yeah, because one one of the one of the solutions said, "Oh, just lie in the bath." Don't and Google your fine. solutions. Don't Google them. <laughs> Find out from the nurse before anything. Yeah, because I think first thing we should have done was to call the hospital and say, "Oh, this is what we're feeling." Yeah, what but we still we thought do? it was Braxton Hicks. We fair thought, enough. "Okay, cool. What fair are we? Enough. How are we gonna solve this problem?" So that yeah, fair it, enough. It, it, this was it, it was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, went upstairs. Yeah, he yeah. sat by my side. I just laid in the bath for. This is like me half asleep, just sitting on the toilet, like <laughs> waiting for her to finish having a bath, because I yeah. helped her into the bath. Yeah, you and helped everything, me. Yeah, and I'm waiting for you to come out. And as I was well. like, you know, let me just like, and I'm not gonna lie. Whilst I was in the bathtub, that was really, really relaxing. So you were even trying to get me out, and I was like, mm, like this feels really good. I don't think I want to get out of the bathtub, but yeah, you managed to get me out. And I think at that point, that's when you called your sister. And and I was like, just in case, just in case you told your sister, like, just in case, shout like, out, shout out to yeah, Kukua. yeah, because obviously I'd laid in the bathtub for a while and you know, I felt like I was being, I like, I felt a bit relieved, but yeah, so we came out of the shower and I said, yeah, this is it, I feel calm, I feel relaxed, let's get some sleep. And as soon as we got into the bed, not long after, I felt one long. What I thought mm. was Braxton Hayes. This lasted over one minute. And and me still trying to sleep. Fair enough. I said one more. 
if we get if you get one more because <laughs> I, I i still wanted to think that okay maybe this is braxton hicks maybe yeah. we'll be able to get some sleep i said if you get one more anytime soon then we will go yeah after that long one that's when um the, my the, husband said i think we should call the hospital yeah and i'm not gonna lie i didn't want him to because like i mean from past experience i the worst thing any pregnant woman can be told is to go back home because you're not in labor yeah. i think that's the worst feeling yeah. ever so um but he still went ahead to call and obviously when we called they took her deed what did she say to you she was just taking asking questions about how far away it was and stuff like that like how far apart um, it's been yeah and then i think she she mentioned that we should come calm yeah. down but we were still a bit cautious because we didn't want to go and come back. Right. Because fair. it was quite, it was quite far. far. Yeah. yeah, the hospital I chose was quite a distance from our home. And this is me thinking, yeah, I'm because obviously the experience that I went to had, I had planned to have a water birth like I did for our first yeah. child. And my when husband God had already... T- plans. <laughs> my husband had already told me like, babe, I think this hospital is too far from the house. And I was like, oh, don't worry. Like we, we can make it like, we're, we're just like drive yeah, because there. Because this hospital had a really nice... The facilities were really good. Yeah. Their services were like comparatively it better. It's just a bit further. I was just thinking about the drive. Because I remember the drive for the first one. And I was so glad that the roads were open. It was in the middle of the night. It was in the middle of the night. And it was not that far. But this one was quite far. And you couldn't always guarantee that there wouldn't be traffic in between. So I remember saying that. You can't even guarantee at what time of the day you're going to be in labor. And if it's during work hours, that's game. That's when it's, yeah. Because you're going to be stuck in traffic. Exactly. Especially if if I'm I'm at work as well. Like I'm going to have to drive back and then, so... Fair enough. But, yeah. but she said if if we wanted to, we could come into the hospital. So um, we just thought, okay, you know what? Let, let's just go in and let's go and check and see what's happening. Yeah. So at this point, my husband said, babe, get ready. So at this point, I got out of bed and I decided to get ready um, for the hospital. And for my first child, I had this special outfit that I wore to the hospital um it was a mantle for me um oh yeah <laughs> yeah it was one special outfit i'm not going to tell you where it's from for security reasons <laughs> in case you go and bombard yeah but it's it it was an anointed garment let me just put it that way so i wore that because i had planned that for all my ch- and i still have it because i planned that for all my childbirths that's the that's the seriously yeah why do you think I put it aside? Can't you just get a new one? No, I'm going to wear that very same one. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right then. Yeah, it's it's my delivery outfit for spiritual reasons. And so I put it on and then I, I just got ready. Yeah, so at that time, I was thinking, okay, cool. All right, let me get everything ready. Let me put things in the car. I ran into the car. Um, put the bags that she just finished packing mm-hmm. in the car, took anointing oil, took some communion, yeah. put it in the car as Very well. important. Very, very important. So I went up, and I also went upstairs. I went to my brother. I was like, yo, I'm going to the hospital. Please look after the baby, um, the firstborn. Yeah, and then she was still sleeping. Yeah. And then when... Um, when you came when back came in, back. I had just like got my jacket on yes. and I was ready to step out of our bedroom. This is not even the house. I was ready to step out of our bedroom. Just when I opened the door, I was like, oops, babe, I think I peed on myself. 
And I said, let me change. I was like, nope, this, nope, nope. And nope, he was nope, like, nope. oh no, when, and when we, he's like, oh no, it's when we go, we just tell them. That. He said, when we go, we'll tell them that your water broke. And I was like, oh, okay. Because obviously I didn't want to go to the hospital with um, wet tights. So I was really insistent on changing, of course, like I wanted to, you know, present myself. I just, I just wanted to go. He was ready at to that, leave. At that stage, yeah, the contractions were getting, contractions were getting really int- intense. She was literally, like, every contraction will get you down. Like, you would have to, like, pause and you'd stop. Where before, it was like, okay, cool, just breathe and then we'll go. But this one was like, like... I'll have to pause. Intentional yeah. breathing, exercising yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah. at this stage, I just wanted to go to the hospital as quickly as possible. Absolutely. So, as soon as I opened the door, um, he said, let's go with my wet pants, whatever. I was like, okay, yeah. cool. Because we'll just tell them that. My water broke. This is me not knowing that my water had actually, actually broken. broken. Oh my! Thinking days. I peed on myself. So, and mind you, from my bedroom to the door, it's not quite a long walk. So we managed to go out of my bedroom, got to the main door. With contractions in between. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With, with me having contractions in between. So, no, at this point, I think we had realized that something might actually be happening. Yeah. So we went out and as soon as I went out the door, I think I probably took like three, four steps and I was like, nah, babe, I can't get in the car. He was like, what do you mean? So actually what (laughs) happened was was I had started pushing. (laughs) Yes, there was a stage. I think that's why I started panicking. I think that's when I really started panicking. I was standing right in front of the mirror after I had said, I think I peed on myself. I had started pushing. And he was like, what are you doing? I was like, this is not the place to be pushing. He said, this is not the place to be pushing. I said, don't tell me <laughs> what to do. <laughs> I said, don't tell me what to do. And as soon as I went out, I was like, babe, I can't get in the car. He was like, why? <laughs> and I said, I, because I can't. I, I can't. I did, And I sat on the floor. He said, no, the baby's coming now. I said, no, I can't. I, I, I can't get in the car. So I sat on the floor and I think at this point he probably thought I was having like an intense contraction. And so he wanted to wait it out so that when the contraction ended, he could get me to send the car. And I was like, cool. And whilst I sat on the floor, I just felt the urge to push. And at this point, I think that's when I was just like, yep, yeah, it's coming. That it's happening. It. So I went back upstairs, went to speak to my brother and said, yo, the baby's coming. The baby's coming. <laughs> He thought, he thought, like, I was over What are you talking about? So, we were, so I went at this down. point, whilst I was, and obviously because I was wearing tights, I, I said to my husband, because I felt the urge to push, I said to my husband, babe, rip my tights. And so he quickly ran in the house, went to grab, Scissors. you know, you actually ripped my tights with your hands. Yeah, I ripped the tights with the hands. And then but obviously I, then you I, had to I get had, then I a saw, pair of scissors. Then I kind of, I like looked and I, I thought like I saw like, like the head coming a bit. Did you actually see the head? Yeah, I promise you. Are you sure? I, I saw like a little, like I could see. Babe, you could you see don't some... know what I experienced, man. You don't know. Listen, you could see something. I could see something. It wasn't there before. <laughs> I know what it was. No, it wasn't, that wasn't there before. So I ran, I ran inside. So I got you, scissors. Yeah. Um, what else did I get? Towels. I got um, a, 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 a blanket. A fur, yeah, to cover her up, throat, to keep yeah. her warm because it was quite cold. And to yeah. wrap up the baby as well. Um, yeah so as I was sitting down at this point when he came out I think I personally didn't even process everything that was happening yeah like I 
I don't know. I don't know why, but I just wasn't processing. I was just going with the flow. So when he came back in, um, sorry, when he came back outside with the purses, obviously like to cut me up, whatever, not cut me up, sorry, <laughs> to obviously like cut my underwear and stuff. Yeah. Um, then that's when I felt like properly pushing. And so whilst you were in the house, I think I caught myself really giving myself a good push. And when you, when you came out, when I came out, like, no, it was still, it still wasn't like fully, but I could, yeah. I could see more and more of it. Then I was just like, fam, this is it. This is like, this is it. Like it's now or never. <laughs> you just got to do what you got to do. This is where I'm, I'm telling all the men, try and get involved because yeah. like you will never, ever know um, how I knew what, what to, to do. do. I have no idea or no recollection where I learned it from. Maybe it was just like, nah, instincts. nah it wasn't just instincts, but I, I did, I was listening when you were watching videos and stuff like that. Like, yeah. And I know stuff. Don't get me wrong. Don't underestimate me. <laughs> I yeah. Pastor know Kobe knows stuff. Pastor so, Kobe yeah. Google. But yeah, so, um, I just I think knew... you can talk from here because yeah, obviously so, I was just like sitting down on the floor first outside thing, our house. Yeah. First thing I did, called the ambulance. Um, called the um, ambulance and I was just trying to explain to them yo the baby's coming and they're asking me questions I'm saying no don't ask me questions just bring an ambulance the baby is coming <laughs> they're asking me questions and more and more questions and um, eventually um, they said they'll be they were like they'll be in 15, in 15 minutes. minutes and I was like look the head I could see the head said, okay, <laughs> 15 minutes still asking me questions eventually I just put the phone away yeah. Like they were still on the so phone. I, I put the phone yeah. away. And I so said, as soon as the head came, I think as soon as he saw the head, yeah. I gave one good push and, and the head came the baby. I did what I need to do, you know, turn the baby to the side. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And let the rest of it. And then the baby came out, we wrapped it up and I was told by the ambulance, don't cut the cord. Yeah. Um, Cause obviously they were like a, a few minutes away. So they didn't want us to yeah. take risks. And this lady who was annoying me, on on the on the phone all of a sudden was like congratulations your baby was born at two was it two no 5 a.m it was not 5 a.m babe oh the first one was 5 a.m yeah second one it was two, oh, so sorry about the end of like two 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 a.m yeah 206 congratulations and i was like like this actually <laughs> happened yeah this so at this happened. point so i ran back inside yeah, no he I, had I, given, went, I went to the car i went to get anointing oil and then yeah. um, anointed her, anointed the baby, and I said thank you to God, obviously, more yeah. imp- most importantly. And then my brother walks out and was like, "Raw, you guys weren't joking about the baby's <laughs> coming now." I was like, "What, what did you think? I, what did you think I meant?" Yeah, so I had I had our baby girl in our arms the whole time. Obviously, we had wrapped up to keep her warm, and I was just like, you know, praying the whole time through until the ambulance came. And obviously when they came, asked me if I was okay. And I'm not even going to lie. Whilst we were on the floor, we saw two of our neighbors. And I was thinking, these guys are going to think we're crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? One, one of them actually came and was like, is everything okay? I was like, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Just, <laughs> we just casually had the baby. <laughs> just had the baby. I didn't, actually didn't even say that we had the baby. I think I told him a few weeks later. Oh, okay. When he was like, oh, like, how yeah. are you doing? I was like, yo, um, by the way, the other time, that's what happened. We weren't crazy, yeah. It wasn't. We weren't crazy or nothing. We were just weren't just lying on the floor for nothing. But this is what happened. He was like, "Oh wow, like congratulations!" And yeah. So, so yeah. obviously, um, when the ambulance came in, they carried me in. 
on the stretcher. Now, let me let me just give you a pictorial view of how supportive Pastor Kobe was at this time because I didn't even know, you know, how much weakness you feel after giving birth because well for the first baby I was I had a water birth and so I didn't have to like instantly stand up but this because I was sitting on the floor I had to like stand up to be able to sit on the stretcher to get into the ambulance no actually they didn't bring the stretcher out so I had to walk into the ambulance to get in the stretcher that was inside the ambulance so I think that was a bit of a of a, of a stretch for me because I had just literally... It was literally, quite a high step to get into the ambulance. It was a well. really high step. So, um, obviously, she told me I, I'm, I will feel some, you know, a bit of um, pain. But um, I remember Pastor Kobe holding me so tightly, trying to... I literally dropped all of my weight on him because at this point, I had no strength whatsoever. I dropped all of my weight on him whilst I was carrying my baby because, mind you, my baby is still attached to me. They hadn't cut the cord cord, yet. So I was carrying my baby. I was leaning on (laughs) Pastor Kobe with all of my weight and the baby's weight. And he had to help us climb into a high step of an ambulance. So that was was (laughs) quite... I mean, the way his brother describes it was so... It's quite interesting because he just saw him carrying all of the burden into the ambulance bar. Um, it was really nice to, you know, know that he was very supportive, you and know, eventually, in that way. And eventually, we didn't even go to the hospital we planned on going to. We went to. Uh, they just took us to the local one. Because <laughs> <laughs> they asked me, what hospital are you registered with? I mentioned, I said, this hospital. And... By the time I realized we yeah, were, we're taking, our way to the, we were they, taking they, 110. I said, where are we going, babe? He said, oh, they said, we're I was like, no, but this is not the hospital I want to go to. Anyway. But obviously, because it was a bit of what would be considered as an emergency, because obviously whilst we were in the ambulance, they had called the hospital to say, okay, a woman has just given birth. So they, yeah. and, they and needed to update. Outside, exactly. The baby's temperature had was dropped a, a little bit. And all yeah. of these kind of things. So it was understandable. But so it was understandable. The testimony, the testimony in all of this was the baby came two weeks earlier. Three than, weeks. Three weeks earlier than, weeks. Yeah, than we yeah. expected. Um, but at first you'd wonder why, why is it so early? God, why would you do this? But then this was, we stayed seven days in hospital. Was it five seven days? days? Five days in hospital. And then we left and we got um, discharged and we got F- home. Five days in the hospital, Um, not because there were any concerns whatsoever, but obviously because we had the baby outside. Yeah, they were they doing extra to, checks. They were doing extra like checks just to make sure there were no the infections. Because in the first one, you, you left, yeah, we left I the left, same day. Yeah, we left a couple hours, like six, six hours after yeah. birth. We left the hospital, but... Um, for this baby, they had to do a lot of checks and the results were taking so long to come in. And so that's why we ended up taking five days. But um, I guess this was a really, really good learning experience exactly. for us, especially dealing with emergencies. At, at this point, I can't even think of what emergency we can get through. That's what I'm saying. But well, as I was saying before, um, so we stayed five days and we got, we got into, we got back home. And the next week is when the national lockdown happened yeah so we were just like in like on in the long term i was like wow it's, it's such a good thing that the baby came earlier it was because such a blessing we would have had we would have had to deal with all these things that were happening around the world in the hospital yeah. whilst we're having our baby as well yeah but everything not happened even just together before the because just at the time that they had um announced the national lockdown 
they had decided that anyone that was going in the hospital had to go by themselves. Exactly. So pregnant women were going into the hospital exactly. to deliver their babies exactly. alone without their husbands, without any support. And so, so that would have, that would have, so if the baby had come in the time that we thought the baby was going to come. Exactly. It would have been it, so it would have much been more a different difficult. Experience. It would have been so different. Yeah. Um, but, you know, God being good, could see these things he were happening. He could see all of these things like, ahead yeah, of time. It was like, and... whilst we were questioning it, he was like, you guys don't know. Yeah, because I think whilst we were in the, in the hospital, like some of the nurses, because obviously there had been COVID cases going around. Yeah. And all of the nurses were like, oh, you, you're trying to like avoid catching COVID. That's why yeah. you came here early. But um, we were really, really, really grateful to God so because grateful. there were so many things, unforeseen things that we would not have been able to avoid yeah. had the baby come at her and, due date. And actually, the first case um, was announced in the hospital that we we were in a few yeah, days well after we, we had yeah, left. Yeah, so it's, yeah. So it's it's amazing what God has done. Yeah. And I just want to... We're, just, we just, we're just really grateful we're for God's really, really timely grateful. intervention. So this is our and, testimony and as well, just to say that, you know, God, God knows yeah. way ahead before you know anything and i especially want to um you know sort of like impart grace to any woman that is expecting um a baby because i know that for the most part that we've told the story it sounds all like lovely interesting funny whatsoever but um i strongly believe that god has given me a very special grace for childbirth um because my my deliveries have been very quick, very smooth. And, um, I would never have thought that we could have a childbirth experience like that. I mm. remember, you know, Pastor Kobe sharing a couple episodes back about our first child and me loving the experience so much, even just after, you know, giving birth. And I've never really frowned or been scared about having to go and give birth. For me, it's been very a pleasure. A very pleasurable. For me, yeah. For me, it's been a very pleasure. Pleasurable. Pleasurable. It's been a good experience for you. Let's just say that. Okay. Yeah. It's been a very (laughs) good experience for me. And um, I just want to impart that grace to any woman that might be listening that is either trusting God for a baby or you're pregnant and you're expecting your baby and so you're trusting god for a quick and a smooth and a safe delivery i just want to impart grace to you and i ask god that as she listened to this podcast as she have listened to this podcast um that same grace that was upon me during my experience will come upon you as well Mm -hmm. i pray that god will give you the strength of a hebrew woman so that whenever you are due for for um, delivery you would do it with so much speed and ease and i pray that there will be no complications regarding your childbirth and for those who are trusting god for babies i pray that god meets you at the point of your need yeah. i pray that god you know blesses you at his own time to show his glory in your life i pray that anything that has been a setback in your ability to have a child whether it's in your family bloodline or whether it's a health condition, I really pray that the spirit of the Lord moves mightily on your behalf. And I pray that God supernaturally intervenes in your circumstance and gives you a promised child that will glorify his name. And so I just really pray that the Lord blesses you and really gives you the grace for you to go through birth. Um, 
as and he has desired for us to. I just want to speak to anyone who's who's living in fear in a time where you're ready to give birth, whether it's a man or a woman. As a man, sometimes it can be scary to think, how am I going to go through this? And as a woman, having to go through this experience that you might have never been through before, even if you have been through it before, it might be different from the first time mm. that, you know, the spirit of fear will not overtake you. And you Amen. remember that God is on your side and God is with you and you will always have a testimony when God is with you. All right. So, yeah, so yeah. that has been so the story. So that's the story of us delivering our baby in our own house. Yeah. Well, kind of <laughs> outside. Outside. In, in, in out. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we thought it would be good to share the experience with you and hopefully you're inspired. Hopefully you're motivated by it. And more importantly, hopefully you're imparted with a grace that was upon us. Um, obviously yeah. in a better way, not yes. outside your house. Yeah. Well, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. You never know what God has planned, but you know. Yeah. But yeah, so we hope you guys have a great week. We'll come again um, next week. With another podcast from the yeah, it would be good to share with us your stories, and it would be good for you to also stay in touch with us and share this podcast to anyone who might need to hear this, whether they're thinking about having children. Well, sorry, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) I was saying it would be good for you to share your experiences with us concerning your child delivery stories or your expectations for your family whether it's your inability to have children or to conceive or to maintain a pregnancy um stay in touch with us we'd love to pray with you we'd love to connect with you we'd love to trust and believe god with you for a great experience of what he has designed um in terms of giving birth can i speak now you can don't forget to share this (laughs) with anyone who might want to hear this or anyone who might be interested um, and subscribe to the, the podcast. podcast as well. All right. So yeah. that would be it until and next Thank you week. for thank spending you for time listening. with us as we share our story. All right. Have a great week. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.